Welcome to the very first episode of our podcast, Not the Tip of the Iceberg. I am Nupur. And I am Mishita. And this podcast is our attempt to bring to you a more accessible and simplified understanding of mental and spiritual health. So, Ishita, what is your perspective on the mental health scenario globally? Wow, that's that's a really broad question. But um, coming back to it, uh, it's really funny that you ask me because I've been doing a lot of reading about this since it's World Mental Health Day on 10th of October. And the topic is, this time is uh, mental health in an unequal world. And giving you a very simplified answer, I do feel that mental health is very unequal. Mm-hmm. That, that we do live in a, in a world which treats mental health very unequally? Yes, definitely. And the accessibility and the resources are definitely not equal. Mm-hmm. Hence, it relates, it ties really well to the topic this time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more when they say that mental health in an unequal world, right? I mean, when you just see that, there are so many flashes. The moment I read that sentence, the moment you just say it, because, uh, you know, a lot of times when I'm taking therapy sessions, there are, you know, clients uh, who come to me, of course, you know, therapists are the last resort, for people, you know, they would have tried Correct. everything else. And then they yeah. come to us and then, you know, uh, most of them, a lot, in fact, a lot of them, you know, are are experiencing severe burnout. And a lot of, uh, a lot of disorders that they are experiencing, a lot of addictions that they are experiencing are a result of burnout. Because suddenly from nowhere, you know, from being in that comfortable 9 to 5 generation, that 9 to 5 job, you know, that probably our parents sort of had or their parents had, we have just suddenly moved into, you know, uh, the hustle culture. And that's right. Everybody on social media is like, you know, you have to have two sources of income. There are all these motivational speakers. Uh, talking about you know how you should just you know wake up at a particular time you should you know you you should it, it's a crime to rest it's a crime that's to true. relax and and you know very like, true uh, just very recently I was listening to somebody and they said um, they were comparing you know normal individuals to um, to quite dignified entrepreneurs and CEOs and and they yeah. pointed out saying that you know when they have twenty four hours in a day so do you you know why can't you achieve the same level of success correct correct while it was very overwhelming to hear that uh yeah considering i'm also an entrepreneur now very new but yes yeah but at the same time i was like wait not everybody has 24 hours in a day when i sit down and actually make a list of things that i have to do in a day you know, it, yeah. could, it could be something as simple as probably, not just me, anybody else, you know, probably they have to cook a meal, probably That's they have true. to clean yeah. the house, probably they have yeah. to, you know, run errands for their family, probably they have a sick family member to take care of. And Definitely. And the moment they open social media, let's say, for a bit of relaxation, they are bombarded yeah. with this whole hustle culture. You know, it's either like people saying, 
uh, you have to completely relax and go on vacations or it's like this extreme culture of you know just hustle 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 all the time and i couldn't agree more <laughs> yeah and uh, i mean how is it equal i mean even the time that all of us have in a day is not equal so it's not it's how not is, how is the accessibility uh, to mental health at this point going to be any equal anyways yeah i think when you speak of hustle culture it's a word that's thrown around a lot nowadays right we see it yeah. on instagram we see articles about it when we also speak of hustle culture and the thing that you just said do we really have 24 hours in a day we can also bring in the aspect of privilege yeah does everybody even though right everybody has 24 hours in a day but are the whole point of how much time does one get for themselves mm. do people get time for themselves rather that's the more important question mm-hmm. even when we want to make it even when we want to make it exactly do people have the privilege of uh taking some time out to rest do people have the privilege to go to therapy yeah do they have the access to it right right and this is not just you know social economic ishita i think it's very cultural as well you know it's it's very gender oriented it is very religion oriented it is very uh, of course it is economic oriented as well uh, correct. because correct. because you know i mean uh, often times people might have the money for it but it might That's not true. be their priority in that given time and it's true uh, and that awareness is very important uh people people wouldn't mind shopping a dress you know worth a couple of thousands correct yeah and, and that would be a very very instantaneous decision but you know when it comes to therapy or mental health yeah it, yeah it's it is somehow seen as a luxury it's seen as a luxury not, it's not you know uh mm-hmm. and and that's where i think um, you know especially like with the social media um, aspect again the, the reason i keep saying social media i think is because that's become a connecting medium for us that's true. globally that's true right yeah connecting. that's true cuz we consume yeah. so much yeah. we're consumers yeah absolutely we are just consumer consuming and i think we have stopped having an excretory system to that consumption <laughs> i agree <laughs> right? yeah and it's yeah. all just becoming poison inside our head definitely yeah. definitely and the way it is put out on social media i think yeah hats off to these people i don't know how they manage that but yeah. they put it so beautifully very very and and it is so glamorized it is so romanticized that if i yeah. look at a disorder i'm like hey do i have this yeah and that that relatability comes into picture and and i think that sort of makes the work of a therapist even more difficult correct because by the time correct. people come to us for sessions we have to uh, you know make them unlearn so much that they have consumed that's true that's true and, and somehow they believe what they read on social media is more true than what 
we are telling them probably what their favorite influencer told them is more authentic than what a therapist who has you know probably spent minimum of four to seven eight years studying this subject is telling them yeah i i couldn't agree more simply because we see so many instances around us right where yeah. um influencers are given uh, somehow influencers feel the need to speak about it right to speak and as everyone should because it's having an opinion is very different right yeah. and having a specialized field is very different Mm-hmm. the the thing is there's a very thin line between that yeah. and influencers there have been so many cases where influencers are like you know will um you know open up to me you can speak where i'm there if i'm there for you mm-hmm. and that's what social media puts forward to right mm-hmm. when something really bad goes down or in times of crisis mm-hmm. everybody reaches out on social media and everybody is like you know you see everyone's stories and everyone's like you know i'm there for you just drop me a dm <laughs> yeah but i mean can we take a moment to stop and ask ourselves when we want to be the knight in shining knight in shining armor for everybody around us uh you know are we even equipped exactly to exactly deal with what we might end up opening up exactly exactly like I think that's a very good point that you bring up because the whole like right now you just so said are we equipped to deal with it and in all around us we see that there are so many people like motivational speakers or like the whole idea of toxic positivity that goes around mm-hmm. and everybody is just like you know you can get through this and there are psychology people with a background in psychology spend so much time and effort and like you rightly said so in the beginning that we're the last resort yeah i think i think there needs to be a shift in mindset over there as well mm-hmm. and that should happen through awareness yeah yeah and and you know like uh, just to sort of get your perspective you know because uh, you belong to the gen z uh, yeah so <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what what do you think um has been the portrayal of mental health for your generation you know it could be probably through movies or series yeah. or whatever that you know because i think that's yeah. that's how that's the that's the broadest way of communication to the younger generation i couldn't agree more pop culture plays such an important role in our lives mm-hmm. we're consuming things from movies from tv series from blogs to articles mm-hmm. nobody really goes and reads a research paper nowadays do they right they don't right so the more accessible medium becomes branding and it becomes pop culture okay to, to, to uh give you an example um i think uh, a couple of years back some a movie that was looked at as revolutionary uh even with a fair amount of critique i must say was dear zindagi mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure you must have watched it as well yeah, right yeah 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 so the whole aspect of uh 
not brushing things aside hmm. not internalizing things hmm. bringing yourself to go to therapy hmm. um a lot of these things were portrayed in this movie hmm. there was obviously a lot of bollywoodization of the movie <laughs> as well yep but um things like this um i guess since in india or not just in india we look up to um we look up to actors a lot right mm-hmm. we we like we buy the things that they like the whole thing of branding comes into place mm-hmm. well, if we like the actor's personality for sure we are going to see their movie right yeah and exactly and that's what brings attention to these movies then i guess because people will go and watch this movie and understand things and it could have and may have helped a lot of people not to brush things aside mm-hmm. and that's where pop culture comes into play because we're seeing a lot of these things nowadays we see portrayal of really bad portrayal sometimes too because we see tv series romanticizing or glor- glorifying or putting the whole aspect of beautification on mental health and mm-hmm. that's not good as well yeah but then again the whole aspect of pop culture it plays a heavy heavy role in our lives yeah yeah i mean you know as you say that i can recollect this one session that i had with a client you know uh where yeah. um deep down as a person right he was somebody yeah. who was very yeah. uh, very much in touch with his emotions very uh, very yeah. grounded as a person but okay. to sort of fit into this culture or understanding of uh, what a man is supposed to be where you know the portrayal yeah. is such that um, you know if you want to be desired then you have to sort of not give a damn that's true as a man be yeah be, be insensitive and and that's still the portrayal of a lord of uh, so called protagonists right i agree And, I agree and yeah. he he sort of uh, somewhere you know and, and that was his struggle because as a person he was somebody who was very much in touch with his emotions but there he was yeah. you know trying to um fake it until he makes it makes uh, you yeah. know uh, being this yeah. um this uh this person uh, be, being this macho man you know kind of thing and and I remember the kind of struggle he was going through just to accept that uh you know you don't have to necessarily be a particular yeah. way to be accepted yeah and that's yeah. where i think we are so unequal you know just just coming back to circling back to the whole conversation about we living in an unequal world uh the I mental agree. health of men is not taken seriously um i see yeah. a lot of people you know just uh just using a lot of concepts for publicity yeah. uh, i agree like uh, i mean i remember you know uh, both of us having this conversation when 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 you joined us and and you know um you you we sort of had this conversation of should we put in as um should, should we write as that you know we are lgbtq a friendly yeah yeah and and i told you yeah. that you know we need to normalize it so much that we don't so, have to necessarily go and write i mean we don't go and write that you know i am 
um i'm heterosexual friendly that's true that's true the only difference here is that the 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 fact that we feel the need to do that is simply because there isn't right there isn't accept, there isn't acceptance yeah the there isn't acceptance about um i remember the conversation that we had and i remember telling you that there aren't a lot of queer friendly spaces hmm. and you i remember that you said that it was a very normal thing right like i have so many clients that are queer yeah so i've never you you i remember you telling me that i've never felt the need you know um do that like i've never felt the need to put that we are lgbtq friendly the only difference is we are very few uh, in number hmm. and the majority is mammoth and that's what makes it unequal yeah 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 but i think uh, you know that's where uh, we as healthcare providers need to sometimes step in and become a little bit aware of are we doing something out of genuine concern for the mass or yeah. are we just trying to brand ourselves get, get more likes and you know um get more publicity tapping onto the importance of you know specific days on the calendar i i couldn't agree more uh simply because branding is something that is um heavily put forward right mm. everything that happens these days um if it's pride month we see com- companies selling um like flags or we see companies selling pride flags and they may not necessarily believe in inclusivity mm. but it's very tokenistic correct it's made it's made to seem that we are very user friendly we we are very inclusive hmm. and this is so becoming the norm right now because we equate the aspect of social justice to our everyday lives hmm. because we we find um we find ourselves equating to that simply because there are some principles that we may abide by if i say i am a feminist there mm. will be there will be brands that are selling t-shirts that say that right that mm. i am a feminist mm-hmm. and they may not necessarily be one and they may treat people very shitty or again let's circling back to the topic they won't be giving them equal treatment but then again like t-shirt pe lagane ke liye kya jata hai it's right. that it's that whole notion right right yeah i mean uh, you know in fact even last year ishita when uh, you know we were just a small blog and we were just sort of blogging i remember on yeah. world mental health day i i did like a, the last topic was sustainability and awareness uh, so i okay. did rem- i do remember <laughs> conducting a quiz and then you know when the day was over and i was just sort of reflecting and journaling upon my day i was like why you know just yeah. to fit in why did i have the need to conduct yeah. a quiz i mean what difference is the quiz anyways made to anybody's life yeah yeah and i did it only because you know oh it's such a cool thing i get your yeah day yeah. aa gaya hai you know so let's do yeah. one giveaway let's or let's uh, let's get yeah. more traction by using yeah. this day but yeah 
we uh, need to stop yeah. and ask ourselves you know that are we really uh, treating people and i mean is my quiz actually making or creating equal opportunities for people to get, gain access to mental health the answer is no yeah yeah so i i i yeah. don't think a lot of um brands do that right since you had the realization that's a completely different thing but like like you said you had a quiz on world mental health day uh something that brands would do and capitalize on is um the same thing right uh now a days again breaking back social media into the picture we so commonly hear things like um like toxic positivity gaslighting we hear anxiety on a daily basis right yeah. and um when you make this in like a quiz and you're asking questions that are very common like nobody needs to be of a psychology background to necessarily hmm. answer these right right you're making it accessible you're making it user friendly hmm. and then once you quote unquote win this quiz hmm. there is some sort of prize correct right ha huh. and so it's marketed in this way that you win something you gain something hmm hmm and it's not really knowledge hmm it's not really um it's not that we are aware of the things that we're not going to look back at this quiz again are we right so it's just a one day thing or it will be a one month thing hmm, hmm. that's it right yeah nice yeah i think you 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 sort of you know just uh, bring a very beautiful point here uh, about uh, how we've just while we are talking that we are humanitarians yeah uh but we are actually using capitalism to promote mental health true yeah right right um so i have a question for you in a book sure since uh so my question is that we spoke about a lot right we we spoke about how we live in an unequal world and how mental health is unequal mm-hmm. right mm mm-hmm. so how do we make mental health more accessible i think to be able to make mental health more accessible we yeah. need to start becoming more accountable no matter It's what answer. yeah i think no matter what our profession is no matter which strata of society we belong to especially if we are you know if we belong to the privileged uh families if we belong to you know uh to sort of uh to sort of societal um sections wherein you know we can empower somebody else we yeah. should do that i mean something as simple as checking in with your house help you know how is she feeling yes people yes. often ask do you want money paise chahiye kya nobody really stops to ask are you happy and probably at, yeah. at at a point she might wonder like what is she even asking uh because it's also so patronizing yeah because because you know we have somewhere as 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 a society 
started depend okay people who have a lot of money will yeah. say that money doesn't bring happiness and people <laughs> who don't will say that That's... we will be happy when we have money there you go and that just that <laughs> just tells us capitalism the <laughs> yeah exactly so that just shows the polarity yeah so that's where you know wherever it's possible it is important because especially you know after the pandemic there was a lot of fear right a lot think, of fear yeah. that was induced in the minds of a lot of people and uh and you know um, the more awareness it brought i think yeah. uh the more stigma also came in definitely and, definitely and you know like i could just give you this example uh, very i think two weeks ago okay yeah. i i i sort of uh, i was talking to a person and yeah. uh, they were very well educated apparently Correct. and okay. <laughs> and um, so so they asked me what my profession was yeah. and i said i'm a psychologist Uh, yeah. so the person asks asks me uh saying okay that's for now what are your plans for the future and uh i said that uh, i plan to continue you know i have just started my um, this thing i've started my venture so i plan to focus yeah. on that and yeah. um, that that is what i want that's my purpose of life and i want to dedicate myself to it and yeah. he's like um i'm sorry to burst your bubble uh but psychology okay. is not really a required profession in india and i was like okay there you go <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> uh, do you want to tell me more about it um, okay. and uh, he's like yeah i mean see i have my friends to talk to i have my family to talk to what do i need a therapist for And, and this is not the only one who says that. We know so many people oh, around us yeah. that go ahead and say that. You wouldn't believe, Vishita. Uh, when um, I was attending a corporate seminar, okay, yeah. and this person yeah. there was talking about um, depression, and I'm I'm sure he was unaware that I I was a psychologist listening to him. Uh, okay, and I, I did keep my uh, keep myself mum in that seminar, but um, yeah. Rest everybody else was from the non psychology background, you know. They were mostly engineers, lawyers, etc. Yeah. And yeah. he goes on to say, you know, um, if you are feeling depressed, you need to ask yourself why are you depressed when you have such a stable job, when you have salary being paid to you, and you know there are people who have lost jobs in the pandemic. So all you should do is be grateful for your company, not. uh you know sacking you and being grateful to god that you know you have money and i was like uh that is not the criteria for being diagnosed with a disorder that you know how much your bank balance is because i mean yeah. if it were then um you know it it's just so stigmatizing that you know whether you have wealth you're judged for having a mental health disorder if you don't yes. have wealth you don't have access to the access. treatment yeah if you yeah. come from particular religion people want to you know uh drag not i wouldn't say the word drag but then you know they want to uh, sort of emphasize on becoming more religious in their approach of life so that you know they yeah. don't have mental health issues mm-hmm. and um yeah. and i think uh you know the whole 
confusion is because of the capitalism that we have created around it definitely and because of the consumption that we are doing uh definitely without an excretory system to the whole <laughs> knowledge absorption that's happening um and that's why i say that uh if we want to make mental health more accessible we have to become more accountable hmm. that definitely gives our listeners something to reflect on yeah and with that i think we come to end of today's episode thank you so much all of you for being here and if you resonated with whatever we talked about if you have certain experiences that you're open to sharing or just what your idea is about mental health in an unequal world please feel free to share it with us in the comment section and if you do feel that you want to reach out to us or you have some things that you want us to talk about then feel free to drop them in the comment section or you can connect to us uh, through our contact details which are mentioned in the description box we will see you in the next episode of not the tip of the iceberg Let me